0: Today on the Weekly Walk Podcast, Eric and I are going to explore our complicated relationship with the sun. Not our sun, the sun in the sky. We are going to teeter on the edge of an existential crisis. We are going to talk about the days I spent as a teenager with a double album covered in tinfoil. Anybody with me? And I'm going to share a couple of my favorite sun protection products. So, If you are working through your relationship with the Sun, trying to figure out, is the Sun a friend or a foe, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. It's the most wonderful time of the year.
1: Back to school?
0: We don't even get back to school anymore. Our daughter just graduated from high school, that whole back to school season. It's over. Now back to school season means our children leave. Yeah, so not, not so wonderful. Wo- not <laughs>
1: wonderful so it must be Christmas.
0: It's not Christmas.
1: It's ski season.
0: Well, that's a pretty wonderful time of the year. That
1: is a pretty wonderful
0: time. It's summertime.
1: Summertime, summertime, some sum, summertime, summertime.
0: You're just turning off your text message. So if anybody was not aware, Eric's text message alert is Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Chewie. So we'll be like sitting at dinner and it'll be like Chewie is just whining across the table. And it just means <laughs> that Roaring. Eric's, roar. Roar. I can't say that word. Roaring. Roaring.
1: Yes. is why we didn't name our son Rory.
0: Because <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it? Yeah. Was that on the table? Yeah. No.
1: Because you couldn't pronounce it. Never even made it to the table.
0: <laughs> Summertime. Yes. Give me three things you love about summer.
1: I love the longer days. Mm. I do. I love getting outside and doing stuff. And I love the feeling of the sun on the parts of my body that haven't seen the sun all winter and most of the spring. Just getting your whole body out in the sun just feels awesome.
0: Isn't it? weird that something that feels so good maybe isn't so good for you? I don't understand that. Like, generally, the things that feel good physically are pretty good for you. But well, the sun is complicated.
1: Well, both these things can be true, mm. as you like to say. And too much of a good thing can spoil a good thing. How does that expression go?
0: Too much of a good thing isn't good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too much of anything can spoil a good thing.
0: I think it's if actually. If you have too much, it's bad. <laughs> I think it's actually one of those expressions that's about the tone. Like the tone is too much of a good thing. Yeah. No, there's more to that expression.
1: Mm, yeah. No, right. There is. Too much of a good thing can ruin it.
0: That's not the expression.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> the way I say it.
0: <laughs> but the, the sentiment is right. Yes. All right, too much sun. Our relationship with son, with the sun is really complicated. With the sun or our sun? Our sun, our relationship's kind of... <laughs> no, our relationship with our sun is great.
1: All relationships are a little complicated.
0: <laughs> I feel like, honestly, no joke, that's a topic for a whole other podcast. Yes. All but, relationships are complicated. But the
1: human relationship with the sun... It's come with the <laughs> sun, which is the star of our solar system.
0: All right, and can we just stop and think about that for a minute? What? That the sun? We act like there's just one. It's the sun. It's just a star in our solar system.
1: At, of billions and trillions of stars.
0: So we were going to talk about the sun, but now I think we should talk about the vast scope of the universe and how insignificant we are in light of the vastness of the universe. All
1: right. I told you about this (laughs) podcast that I was listening to, and they said...
0: In our podcast, we're going to talk about somebody else's podcast, right?
1: Yeah. We could do whole
0: podcasts on. I heard on other podcasts. Oh,
1: people do that. There are podcasts about that. We could do a (laughs) podcast about... Podcasts about other podcasts. <laughs> there, there are. But anyway, so they were talking about, I think, the new space telescope that they launched. And they pointed it at a tiny spot of the sky. And the way they described how small this part of the sky was is take a quarter and hold it up about arm – you know, look at the sky, hold it up about arm's length, Right? That would be a very small part of the sky, yeah? Yes. Now take that same quarter and hold it 25 feet away from you.
0: You know I'm bad at that. Like, how far is 25 feet?
1: Uh, Like, across the room. Okay. And that quarter against the sky, and take that little part of the sky. They pointed the telescope there. And they, you know, opened the aperture, whatever. And you know what they saw? And, and, and when they pointed, the, like, to the naked eye or even, like, a normal telescope, it's a blank spot in the sky. Because it's, it's
0: so far away and it's so small, you can't it's, really see anything. Yeah, it's just, so well, the assumption was there's not that much out there beyond that.
1: Right. And I forget what the exact number was, but I think what they saw was thousands of galaxies, and each galaxy had roughly a billion stars
0: i can't i literally can't even comprehend the vastness of the universe yeah
1: okay so too vast for our brains but one sun (laughs) we can we can count to one so let's get back to our one (laughs) sun
0: our okay. one sun. There's
1: one sun in our solar system that is one of billions of <laughs> galaxies.
0: <laughs> and do you realize that we owe our entire existence to the power of the sun? The sun goes out and it is game over.
1: Yes. Quite, quickly. Quickly. <laughs> I think instantly, pretty much.
0: Yeah. And how much longer is our sun going to last?
1: Oh, just a couple billion years.
0: It's not going to last forever.
1: No. No, seriously, just a couple billion years. And then it'll probably
0: flame out. And then what happens?
1: Um, (laughs) Whatever species is around in a billion years is kaput. (laughs) That's that's the technical term.
0: This is not at all what we were gonna talk about today. But but you know what? What? I think we're actually more capable and competent to talk about this than we are actually to talk about what we were actually gonna talk about, which is sun safety, about which we know very little.
1: Well, our dermatological degrees. (laughs) We don't have them. Med school?
0: No, no med school.
1: I didn't get my degree after all those years in med school. (laughs) Why didn't I finish it? I never went to med school.
0: Did you ever think about going to med school for like a minute? Oh yeah, a minute.
1: Oh yeah. When when I got to college, I you know, and you have to select your major, which of course you can change. But my major was pre med. And I almost married a doctor. Almost. And then I took bio one. (laughs) (laughs) And my major became economics. (laughs) Funny how that works.
0: (laughs) So with our extensive background in sun safety. We're nah, going
1: we don't really even have an extensive background in sun safety.
0: We did some research though. Yeah, we read stuff. We read lots of stuff yes. and we also have sort of been a student of this a little bit because we are outdoor people. Yes. And we take our I would say that we take our relationship with the outdoors pretty seriously. Yep. You know, we 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 have a garage full of climbing gear from your outdoor adventures. And paddle boards. And all the outdoor stuff. And
1: skiing stuff. Yep.
0: Uh, And if you're going to spend real time outside, it is best to have at least a basic understanding of some precautions. And I've learned a lot over the years as well that I've kind of absorbed. So I think today we'll share a little bit of... What we have learned about the complicated relationship with the sun,
1: Yeah, I got sunblind once, snowblind.
0: You did. I never heard this story.
1: When I was climbing Mount Rainier and we were climbing the the north face is kind of steep and technical, and we got up at I don't know one or two in the morning and we're climbing by headlamp, so of course, you don't have sunglasses on. And over the course of the, you know, late night, the morning, the sun starts coming up and you're just sort of staring at the mountain, not really looking around much because that's like like...
0: sneaks up on you, right? Like the sun is rising and it just sort of sneaks up on you. Yeah. And
1: by maybe eight, nine o'clock, I don't know, maybe maybe even before then, it's like, oh, I better put my glacier glasses on and because i
0: married a man who owns glacier glasses just saying
1: and i put them on and continued but like later that day like my eyes were very like scratchy and it felt like like i had sand in them and not so bad that i i couldn't see or anything but like my that was like the beginning stages of snow snow blindness
0: which you actually can lose your sight
1: yeah, usually. Temporarily. It, yeah, usually. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, off uh, in, in the worst cases, I guess you go blind, but in a lot of cases, you'll literally not be able to see for a day or two.
0: Which is just terrifying. Yeah, that
1: was bad. So, but um, again, we digress. Uh,
0: yes and no. At yeah. least we digress to something that's on point. Yes. A,
1: <laughs> which <laughs> is unusual. Change. Yeah,
0: for a change. So. We, you talk about that experience. I have the summer sunburn experience of being a kid in the 70s. You probably had it too.
1: Well, people were like, oh, I'll just get a sunburn, you know, for in the early part of the summer. And then it sort of turns into tan.
0: That is our bodies doing their miracle work.
1: Yeah, except the sunburn part is really bad. He,
0: really bad. You shouldn't get
1: the sunburn first and let it turn into a tan.
0: So there's been so much talk over the last couple of decades about the risks of the sun and sun damage and skin cancer and all of that. So should we start with some of the benefits of sun or the the risks of sun exposure? Let's start with the benefits,
1: and then we'll go into the risks. Vitamin. Look, I like the good news first.
0: Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Vitamin D.
1: Made by your body from the sun.
0: How crazy is that?
1: Crazy.
0: So we need sun exposure to... Eric is trying to figure out how much time is going by. That's why he keeps flicking his phone. He's not checking his messages. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You should tell your phone not to go to sleep so you can keep watching the clock. Uh, That would be a good thing.
1: (laughs) Don't go to sleep. <laughs> for
0: anybody it. who's counting, we're 12 minutes and 42 seconds in.
1: I don't think it works that way, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> Vitamin D.
0: Vitamin D. So pretty amazing that, you know, it's so funny because we take for granted the idea that the sun and plants actually make, like the sun is plant food.
1: Right. Basically. Photosynthesis.
0: Right. The the plants take the sun and turn it into what they need to survive. Right. And we all sort of like, you know, we learn that in elementary school. We take that for granted. But so do we. Because vitamin D is essential. And we make it from the sun. And so many of us, the research shows, are walking around kind of vitamin D deficient. Now you can get it in supplements. Um, but from what I've seen, your body doesn't use it quite as well. Yeah. And, and I think...
1: You, you, you've you talked about the last few decades and how we've learned so much about the sun and sun exposure and heard so much. I think up until a, a certain period, uh, I'm just sort of spitballing here, about 10 years ago, people were like, don't get any sun at all. Don't go out in the sun. It's bad for you. Sun is bad for you. And now I think it's sort of swinging back to, well, you actually need sun. You just have to be sun smart
0: sun smart. So vitamin D, mm-hmm. uh, serotonin. So they have seen, they've shown that sun exposure. Again, we're going to talk about being sun smart. The benefits we're talking about around sun exposure are not put on the bathing suit, oil yourself up with baby oil and go use the double album covered in tinfoil. <laughs> And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you're way younger than I am. But if you do, somebody out there is chuckling because they're like, oh, yeah, that was me. Um, so we're not talking about that kind of sun exposure. So we will get there. But boosting your serotonin levels and your serotonin is one of the hormones that your body generates that is a happy hormone that makes you feel good.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing is the sun sets our biological clock
0: our circadian rhythm
1: our daily clock so for a while I was trying to get that morning sun exposure they say if you get early morning sun exposure when the Sun is low in the sky then it really sets your your clock off I mean it's one thing to wake up and turn on the lights and that sort of gets you going but if you get some Sun exposure when the Sun is close to the horizon in your eyes in particular, but don't look at the sun, you...
0: sun is complicated.
1: It is Get sun in your eyes, but
0: don't look at the sun. Right. Get some sun exposure, but not too much. Be outside in the sun, but not in the middle of the day. Sorry, go on.
1: Yeah. Sets your circadian rhythm and actually can help you sleep at night.
0: So you said you were trying to do this for some period of time. Have you given up?
1: I've just sort of forgotten. <laughs> well,
0: well, it helped when we used to have porch time. See everybody you all should know it's going to be a summer of nostalgia already because our youngest is heading off to college in just a couple of months so we get super nostalgic or we're going to get super nostalgic about those days and times but we used to have porch time when we would take our coffee and our dog and our daughter and sit on the front porch and wait for her bus to come i loved porch time
1: (laughs) those were good times and we get some early morning sun exposure and yeah just sort of get that little little morning calm before the storm so to speak
0: for sure and then there's a study and this is super preliminary but there is a study that suggests that there is a connection between sun exposure and weight loss
1: and was this this was morning sun exposure
0: morning sun exposure and weight loss now I would argue that it may very well be that people get their morning sun exposure when they're out walking, right? So walking can be really good for weight management and weight loss, but this study was actually really focused on sun exposure. Then the other piece of that that they're exploring, because they don't understand the mechanism, they don't understand exactly what's happening, but the other thing that they're kind of speculating is exactly what you said, which is morning sun exposure can improve your sleep, better sleep can correlate and perhaps even have a causality relationship, a causal reality, a causal relationship to weight loss and weight management.
1: Yeah. When basically when you sleep better, your uh, appetite hormones
0: are better balanced. Yeah. All that's basically when you
1: sleep better, everything's better.
0: When you sleep better, everything's better. But that's
1: another podcast.
0: So's your mood, just saying.
1: What? My <laughs> mood is another podcast? No. <laughs> we do a whole podcast about my mood. You mean moods? The many moods of Eric Cohen.
0: I know you're very moody. I'm not at all.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I am like steady Eddie.
1: You are you're just Lake Placid. Just I am. barely a ripple. <laughs> and I'm just the Choppy sea in the storm of moods.
0: I think probably Lake Placid is not so placid. Lake Placid? Yeah.
1: Upstate New York, Lake Placid? Yeah. That's probably fairly placid. (laughs) Otherwise, why would they have named it that? Is there a lake choppy? I guess, is there like Storm Lake? Storm. There's uh, Storm Mountain. Wait,
0: there's got to be Storm Lake. Storm Lake. Is Storm Mountain stormy?
1: I would think so. <laughs> but I, is, is there a lake? I like choppy. <laughs> lake wavy. Wavy lake?
0: <laughs> wavy lake. We'll I like, I like we'll choppy like the, better. <laughs> choppy lake. Choppy lake. <laughs> or Lake Choppy. We'll do some research. <laughs> All right. So some sun exposure not only is good for you, but is actually mission critical for your life.
1: Okay, so there's the vitamin D, there's the setting, all all of that stuff.
0: There's the serotonin, there's the circadian rhythm, set your daily clock, uh, and probably five other benefits that we haven't even thought about. So the doctors out there are going, you know, the people who actually know stuff are going like, well, they forgot these three benefits too. So, you know, email us, call us. Tell us. We like to continue to learn. Yes. All right. The downside of too much sun exposure. It's super simple. Um, skin cancer, wrinkles, and for me at least, apparently, talking about your your potential snow blindness, every time I go to the ophthalmologist and they examine my eyes, even different doctors will go, you know, you have a lot of sun damage in your eyes. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Maybe I should go to the eye doctor <laughs> one of these days.
0: So we got to be careful with our sun exposure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember um, my dad had a thing on his, on his nose, I guess, a carcinoma or melanoma. It wasn't, wasn't a big deal, but they do one of those things where they start scraping away, scraping away, until they, they get it all. And later in life, he had like a divot in his nose.
0: I have a divot in my nose from the same thing.
1: No, his was a lot bigger.
0: All right, I have a little divot.
1: You have a little divot. I... (laughs) (laughs) divot.
0: The doctors are constantly looking at things and taking things and biopsying things. And so, all right, a couple of thoughts. And I know that you've all heard it, right? Sunblock is important.
1: Well, and then the other thing that we haven't even talked about, as far as a, a danger, is if you are doing one of these outside activities that we so enjoy, you will uh, heat up faster and hotter. You'll get dehydrated more. Oh, yeah. All all those elements almost of sun indirect, yes. right?
0: But yes, yeah, heat, sun strokes, uh, all the things. Yep. The sun. Friend or foe?
1: That's what we should name this podcast. Okay. Uh,
0: so some ways I, I would hmm. say
1: friend with a downside, with some downsides.
0: Yeah, I guess we can't. We've already established once the sun goes, we're all gone. We're all kaput. Yes, as you put it. Technically, technically kaput. I guess we have to really embrace this the sun as a friend. Yes. All right i wanted because people ask this all the time and i have asked this i've gone out to the world and by that i mean my social media channels and have said like give me some sunblock recommendations give me some advice because i'm looking for i had i had like a foundation this is not necessarily a guy thing but i had like a foundation base layer sunblock moisturizer one of those multi things that was so great and they stopped making it, so that became a problem. So I was looking for some advice, um, and I want to share my two current favorites. Again, not super interesting for you, but bear with me. So I brought them, and I'm gonna mispronounce it because we've already established I don't pronounce things well. La Roche-Posay. I don't think that's actually what it's called. You're gonna pronounce it?
1: La Roche-Posay.
0: Nice, he did it with a French accent. So that's the stuff. Let's make sure this is working. Oh, and now the computer's gone to sleep too. Okay, that's the stuff, which might come up backwards. And that's what I use on kind of a daily basis because it's pretty light and it has a little bit of tint to it. Uh, I don't love how it feels and I don't use it every single day, but that's kind of the daily go-to. But then, mm-hmm. then this is the real stuff. Coats. This is the stuff for days when I'm out in a lot of sun. When I'm going to be skiing. When I'm going to when I know life is going to put me outside for a long time in sun. Out paddleboarding, doing longer activities. This is the most brilliant, effective goes on easily, has a little bit of tint. You guys, this is the stuff. And no, this is not a sponsored podcast. I just love this stuff, and I've been using it for years.
1: But Coats people, if you're listening and you would like to sponsor us, (laughs) send me an email.
0: (laughs) That would be awesome. So taking your sunblock seriously. And I want to, we're going really fast. I want to talk, when we're talking sunblock, there are a couple of things that people forget. So apparently... People get a lot of skin cancer in their eye. And my dad had a pretty significant skin cancer on his eyelid. Because who wants to put sunblock on their eyes? So put sunblock on your eyes.
1: What if you're wearing sunglasses?
0: It depends a little bit on how the sun is, you know, Mm. how big your glasses are. There are little glasses. There are big glasses. Some have more coverage.
1: Well, my glacier glasses, I mean, part of the whole thing that makes them glacier glasses. They're like goggles. They're like sun goggles. They're practically goggles. Yeah. Yeah. They have little side guards to uh, protect, yeah,
0: yep, uh tops of your ears, this I always a, remember that a lot of people don't remember that i and I never used to remember that because I used to wear my hair down all the time. who had to think about it
1: on some of the the mountain climbs, I think this goes to Denali in Alaska they speak, i've I've heard this. people will get sunburned on the roof of their mouth
0: because the sun reflects off the Correct. right, you're walking with your mouth open because you're, you're trying breathing. to
1: breathe. <sighs> <sighs> Right, and the sun reflects off the snow and hits the roof of your mouth. Crazy.
0: Crazy. All right. Most and now of us don't about, have to worry about yeah. that. <laughs> I, I think that's on the list of things not to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, covering up in the sun. So I've actually become really good about wearing light, long-sleeve things that are designed for sun protection when I'm out and about.
1: Yeah, I forget. Like, a t-shirt, a regular normal t-shirt has, like, SPF. 30 or something, it's not like SPF 100. It's not like a full block or anything.
0: So what's happened is there are some clothing companies out there that are designing clothing specifically designed to be cool, Mm -hmm. but to provide some meaningful sun protection. So last year, my sister gave me this, which is light and fabulous. And it's made by, again, not a sponsor, just sharing some things I love. San Soleil? Soleil. Soleil. San Soleil. See, pronunciation's not my jam. Uh, and this has a UV rating of 50. And it's light and it's awesome. Uh, my sister has it in like three colors. I loved it so much. She got me one as a gift. Now I want it in two more colors.
1: And um, we've, we've gotten some stuff in the past from a company called Coolabar.
0: Koolabar makes some great things also with yep. an eye towards that hats same thing hats good hats hats that are rated with uv protection so for people like us like all of us who are out walking who are being outdoors who are bracing the outdoors you need the gear
1: yep and going back to what i said where in addition to the skin effects and some of those dangers there's the overheating effect and dehydration um i would also recommend uh not getting black (laughs) getting a lighter color that's a little more reflective like a white or a light pastel it'll keep you cooler i know you like to wear black
0: i know no but it's true because i'll wear this even when it's uh, this raises actually a really good point that i want to raise thank you for the segue okay which is Sun protection is not just for summer. It's not just for the really hot days, the sun. Here's the thing. If if people aren't aware, the sun is up there all the time.
1: Yeah. And the thing that I think about is. So we think about the sun being pretty strong all the way through August, right, even into September. Well, if you go backwards, the sun is just as strong in April. As it is in August. Right. So you're either way, you're on two, two months either side of the equinox, solstice.
0: Solstice. So is that your way of saying you're going to buy me a new one in a lighter color for summer? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Uh, and then the last piece for me is, and this is the part that's sad for me, I really do avoid being outdoors between about 11 and three.
1: Yeah, just because all of those things are cranked up to 11.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> the the heat, the power of the sun on our skin, the ability to get dehydrated and uh, overheated. So yeah, we we live near the beach and we tend to go from eight until 10, 10, 30 and we're rarely back to the beach before three
0: very rarely usually closer to four
1: yeah and then we'll stay for the evening and watch the sunset watch Watch our friend the sun go to sleep
0: (laughs) for the night yes so i guess the moral of the story is make friends with the sun
1: make friends with the sun sounds good
0: is that it is it a wrap
1: i think it's a wrap